1: everybody, welcome back to the 100th episode of the Woo! Print Award- <laughs> On Demand. Here's, here's to one- uh, 100. What you don't know is that not only is this not the 100th episode that we planned on, this is our second time yeah. trying to record the 100th episode <laughs> in general. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's been a crazy, crazy day. I will yeah. say I know that this isn't what we intended uh, to bring you guys. We wanted to go live with Chris Green. We'll mm-hmm. get into some details as to why we're not going live with Chris Green, but uh, hopefully for episode 104, four episodes from now, we'll mark the two-year anniversary of the show existing. We'll turn the show will turn two years old. We mm-hmm. shouldn't have show's not old enough to have alcohol, but we're doing it. Um, we are. <laughs> we are. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully we'll have Chris back on for episode 104. He was on for episode 52, which was the one year mark. Yeah. So it was, seems appropriate for him to be on. But Travis, uh, I hate to make you start over in recalling you, what had happened today, but it has Do been you?
0: it has been a Monday. <laughs> it Do is a <laughs>
1: Monday for Travis. It has. Uh, and we'll get into more of it, but yeah, how how has your Monday been? It looks like you're a little toasty. From, yep. from the weekend, so maybe start there. How was your weekend, and why did you get so much sun? Well, weekend
0: was great. We had a a, a big camping trip with a bunch of friends up in the mountains, planned uh, for a long time. And we I actually left uh, Friday, so I left. I didn't go to work Friday. I went sure. up there Friday morning, and we we got a little pop up, set it all up, and then Saturday I went and played disc golf with some friends mm-hmm. at this place, and didn't wear any sunscreen because you know why would you wear sunscreen? You I mean in in the mountains when you're way closer to the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, so got a little toasty there. Um, But yeah, we were out and it was, it was kind of hot, but it was, you know, we were up late and obviously don't sleep as well as you in your own bed. sure. So I was exhausted this morning. We, we didn't get home till probably eight or nine last night. Kind of like the July 4th one that we did. Sure, We just like to really, really, experience so all of what we can during yeah. those weekends. But so, yeah, this morning I was pretty tired. Comes, I come in, um, to the office and, um, for context over the weekend. So on Thursday it was actually good. I was still there. Um, we had ran out of ink and pre-treatment, and well, we, on one of the printers, we still had enough to kind of keep printing. Sure. But the plan was that we were going to catch a bunch of stuff up on Saturday. And what happened was last week, like Monday or even the week before, I don't know, but uh, Tate, production manager, orders the supplies, orders all the ink and pre treat um, from, a, from a company. And we're like, well, where is it? Should have been here Wednesday. Should have been here Thursday at least. you know. We checked the tracking, and somehow I think one of the pre treat bottles had broken in the package and just soaked everything. Oh my God. And so they took the package, UPS or whoever sent it back to the company that we use. And we're like, yeah, it's on the way back, and you're not going to have any of your stuff. So so Mike, uh, who's here or was here, um, acting kind of as my uh, uh, operations guy helping us sure. out and during the transition from our old operations person, um, he went to like Melco and got some pre-treat. And then Tate was on the phone like with so many people trying to figure out, hey, you guys – you guys really screwed us up here by not getting the inks out. Can you, you know, waive the overnight fee and get this overnight? Oh yeah, no problem. Sure. We'll do it. Um, so Saturday, apparently delivery was attempted, but um, they were like, they had the, the doors open and like yeah. just looking totally, totally looking for this ink because they needed it. And of course it didn't come. So all of that rolled up into today was like, Oh my gosh, we're even more behind and um had a lot of orders that went out now to be fair we did get a lot of orders out okay but during the day <laughs> we had a new guy we just hired a brand new guy okay. guy okay so he started today so there's you know that initial part where um he's going through all the paperwork sure. and all of that stuff and no production is getting done sure you know and so we're <laughs> anyway the long story short is like probably i don't know like 4:30 or so in the afternoon our printers just decide, you know what? We're too hot. We're not going to run more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so they just stopped. So we literally put fans in front. We're trying to blow them and cool them down. And we have air conditioning in our warehouse. That's the crazy thing. I know.
1: He, he told me this. He told me this before we pressed record. We were chatting about mm-hmm. what was going on. And I was blown away because that didn't even happen yeah, in our in old spot. shop. Like Last We summer. didn't have it. Yeah. We just had... This split unit that was like just overtime working, yeah. like I'm talking about, like Michael Clark Duncan and Green Mile. <laughs> I'm tired, boss. Like that level of just overwork, I've never oh, seen the printer just piece out because of heat. I was shocked because,
0: like, so our 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 warehouse is kind of an L a little bit, and like yeah. the L is where the two printers are, and yeah. then right next to that is where the tunnel dryer is. Yes, and so I like if you walk around the corner it's definitely five to 10 degrees hotter. Oh yeah. Even though the AC, the AC is kind of in the other yeah. section Yeah. and it's blowing and everything, but it just couldn't. Yeah.
1: That the DTG area is probably five to 10 degrees hotter. Yeah. Cause I, I there were a couple of days where I was back to doing production. I would walk up to where my office was and I was like, Oh my God, it's so much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, you know, did what we could. And then,
0: um, so I'm like, kind of like, I don't know what to do. You know, we got to get this stuff out and, Oh, this is terrible terrible timing that these things aren't working and people are still looking for things to do their their work day isn't over um, so we eventually got everybody out of there and you know probably we were supposed to go live at 5 30 so I uh, text you and I'm like hey just tell me when you want to go live let's do this right and immediately after that immediately after that, <laughs> our internet at our office went down You're killing me small and <laughs> And I'm like, what's happening? What what is going on? So I'm, tr- and also have really bad cell reception. Like I I, I have an iPhone, yeah, so it makes yeah. the the Wi-Fi calls. Yeah. But if I don't have Wi-Fi, I can't get reception for crap. So I'm trying That's to true. text you, and and I probably had
1: five or six texts that didn't go through. Uh, and- yeah, you did because I sent <laughs> you like, let me know when you're ready, and then probably not any longer than five minutes after that, mm-hmm. I met, I sent you the link to to the yeah. streamyard so we could get on. And nothing, nothing. nothing. I was like, "Hey, man, did you get the link?" And you had mentioned like I'm exhausted from this last weekend. So I said, "Did you fall asleep? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening?" I was a good 15 minutes yeah. of like, "Or what?" Because we told everybody 5:30. It was 5:35, right. and I'm like, "This is not nah. going down the way that we wanted it to." Meanwhile,
0: Chris had already texted me. He's like, or he, you know, messaged me. He's like, uh, "Do you have a link?" <laughs> So we basically, at that point, we decided, okay, we're going to postpone the live. Josiah went on and recorded a little yeah. ditty on the Facebook page. Yeah. But we're like, well, we still got to do this. We still have to do the hundredth episode. We have to have something. Yeah.
1: It's it, not an option to not do something. Yeah. Even though we had to do it
0: on the whole thing. So I walked outside, still having terrible reception, but it's better than inside. And I call you and I'm like, okay, I don't have internet. They're saying it's gonna be like six thirty or six forty five <laughs> before I get internet. Let's just meet somewhere and yeah. and just record. And you are like, okay, all right. So we we had a conversation. We talked about it a little bit. I jump in my car. I am driving, and then all of a sudden, you text me again, and you are like, hey, you just want to come over here? And then you called me, yeah. and said, hey, did you get my text? And I was like, oh, I um, no, I didn't. What you know, i I'll, I can come over, and whatever. Oh wait, hold on. Oh, I just got a text from Comcast. My internet is back on. I'm just gonna turn do a little quick UE here and go back to the office. We'll just do it normal. So guess what happened? <laughs> I got back to the office. I got a text at I think it was six o'clock that yep. said, your internet is back on at 6.01. Your internet will be down until 7:15.
1: <laughs> so oh, at this point I'm shot like shot in the nuts.
0: Please. Please, can we just get on with this thing? I just want to record. I'm hungry. I just wanna go home. So, yeah, so I came over to Josiah's, yeah. grabbed some beers, grabbed a quick quick bite at McDonald's on the way, just because yeah. I was hungry, and here we
1: are. yeah, and yeah, so we we have landed on whatever this will be for the 100th episode. Uh, yeah, it just kind of like you said when you called me the sec- about the second outage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were like, this is just a comedy of errors. Oh, like, it was. And I had the thought of like, you, you were like, I'm going to turn around. And I had the thought of like, what if it goes out again? Don't it do there? it, and Travis. Like, so like, but hey, uh, you know, whatever. But so here we are. Nonetheless, it's the 100th episode mm-hmm. and we couldn't we couldn't reconcile the idea of having the 100th episode be a rebroadcast right. of a previous episode. So, and I'm, I can't, I can't record tomorrow night or we would have done it uh, mm-hmm. then, but that just wasn't going to work. And so we, you know, hell or high water are trying to, to get work done mm-hmm. uh, for you guys for the 100th episode. So uh, <laughs> man, I think, you know, Travis, we, we talked a little about before we press recorded. Given what, what's happening, but or what has happened that has caused us to kind of r- shuffle a little bit. But stuff like this isn't uncommon when you have you're right business, or even if you're outsourcing. There's going to be moments when maybe your supplier or your print provider, stuff like this happens. Travis, mm-hmm. you know, you've we you've for a lot of people. Right, And so there are moments when they're going to have to now take what had happened through no fault of the printer shutting down or Mm -hmm. the the shipment's not being delivered. They have to communicate to their customers, Hey, this is why the delay happened. Thank you for your understanding. So I guess what I'm saying is this, this whole thing that has caused us to kind of reinvent what the 100th episode would be is actually pretty applicable when talking about, running a pod business, right. whether you're doing fulfillment or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean,
0: one of the, I mean, we are, We're. I'm very thankful that, um, you know, we have set, we have SLA, so service level agreements uh, for um, different segments of our, you know, of our customers. Yeah. And um, I, I think we were pretty dang close to being able to meet all of them. Um, still, even, even given all the crap, all but, the but you're right. I mean, there are going to be times when, you know, all American print supply sends you something and it doesn't show, Yeah, you know? And so what it does for, for us um, and what it has done, we've, we've re-looked at our, you know, how much ink are we going to keep on? And we try to, that's, that's the, that's always the line. That's always kind of that, that balancing act that you're, you, you don't want cash just sitting on the shelves. Sure. You don't want to stock so many shirts or so much ink or whatever that your cash is just unavailable to you, but at the same time, you've got to be able to mitigate against issues that come up when a supplier can't get, you know, your stuff to you. And uh, it is, it's a hard line. And, and, you know, to, to just be honest, this has forced us to say, okay, now we're going to have double the ink just in general. We're just going to have it. And that, and when it gets down to, you know, we have, six le- six whites left because each of those machines take t- two yeah we're gonna order again yeah you know just in case something
1: crazy happens yeah that's good i mean it's better to have than have not but again it is right. that line i remember having this conversation with with jason a lot with what well, for apparel of we'd have these instances where it was like crap we out of ink and the one thing that was nice about yes those two business <laughs> businesses running autonomously from each other is redundancy yeah because we, there were a we both handfuls had of times. Yes, both at first. Yes, at first. And yeah. we used pre the same pre-treat. Yeah. And so there were a lot of times when I would call you or Jason would call you and say, Hey man, we need a, a white ink, or hey, we need how much yeah. pre treat do you have? Well, ours is supposed to come in on this day. We'll give you what we get when, right. when it comes back. Is that work? Or you would call us and say, How many footage? how many sixteen ounce mugs do you have? You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So there was there was that redundancy, which was a benefit of running two separate organizations. And now that's not, it's not there. <laughs> so that there's that conversation of like, okay, well, how much, I, I think, I think with ink, it's a little bit easier to, uh, and incre- you can push back on this, but for ink, it's like, okay, I, I'm willing to have a little bit more on the shelf True. because inevitably, I'm going as to opposed it. to like, we should, we should double our inventory for soft styles should we? Because <laughs> what, if, what if they slow down? Like mm-hmm. like blanks, like shirts, it's a lot harder to maybe justify mm-hmm. ordering above and beyond what you think you might need just in right. case. Whereas ink, it's like either way, we're using this mm-hmm. th- this stuff. It might right. not be as soon as I thought, but it, I'm still going to put it in the, the machine at some point. Yeah,
0: I, I think it really goes back a um, couple episodes ago, part five of our POD 101 series we were talking about. Scaling and things yeah. that you would come up against, and this is just like the most perfect example of things that <laughs> you will come up against, and you will have to pivot. Yes, Wait, <laughs> there it is. You have to pivot um, as you're go- as you're moving forward because you might say, like we felt like we had a really good system. Yeah, we always had X amount of ink, you know, and and it was working, and it would have worked. Had right. we not
1: had an outside, yeah. you know, something that, happened outside of you yeah. that I can't control. Right. Yeah. It's, you have to have a contingency plan. It's just like insurance. Right. Sorry. I work in insurance. Now. <laughs> but insurance is that is that in case. The thing that mm-hmm. happens that you didn't think is going to happen actually takes place. Right. So you have to have a contingency or an insurance plan put in place where you're like. Oh, thank God we had this, or thank God we had the foresight to purchase this. Right. Because this shipment stopped and these guys broke pre-treat bottles, and mm-hmm. we would have been hosed had we not just kind of spent a little more up front. So, unless yeah. you have another company that you're friends with <laughs> that can provide a contingency, which was very convenient. That was awesome. So uh so yeah, we kind of want to. I mean, this isn't probably probably isn't gonna be a long episode yeah um as long as we intended it to be at least with the live because chris we could have we could talked a for a long time with, with chris. chris like i was i had questions and this maybe gives me time maybe we can have a couple different segments or different games for when chris is on like <laughs> like you know top name five niches or we give him five niches and he has to come up with like good shirt designs or you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. super niche games whatever yeah um to make the the two-year episode a little funner but but yeah. all, all of that to say, it's just really important to understand that things aren't always going to go the way they exactly as, as you think, yeah. they are, or as you plan. It,
0: it's making me think, too, though, because obviously um, when we were talking about this before and we we're like, you know, because obviously, again, we had to pivot, you yes. know, because we didn't have Chris. Yeah. Um, and so we had to decide, well, what are we going to record for this episode? And one of the things I, w- it was kind of it was almost tongue in cheek. You know, for me to go well, let's talk about what happens when things go wrong. You know, <laughs> um, and uh, and we even had we even had um, you made this really cool trailer for um, when when equipment goes wrong. Yeah, and and that actually happened today. Yeah. So I think it's apropos you could show that and yeah. as as example number one
1: of this something is, you can do. Yeah, probably the best, not the most financially prudent, <laughs> but. Probably the most enjoyment or funnest, yes, emotionally satisfying way to take care of it. Yeah. yeah, so that's probably the most. Emotionally satisfying mm. way. Explain uh, what happened on the uh, screen for uh, people uh, who are listening <laughs> to the audio because they have yeah, no idea what Okay, you're okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're not listening, just if you're not using Spotify to get your app, you would think we have a paid sponsorship with Spotify That's the way we pushed it. It's just it has video, so you can you can also see yeah. what is happening. We're on the level of Joe Rogan. I just want to say that we have video. He has video. <laughs> Okay. It's basically the same podcast. That's the only way we're on the same level. <laughs> Listenership? No. Viewer, you know what I mean, so paid advertisements? No. Yeah. We both have video though. <laughs> but uh, so basically what you saw there was a scene from Office Space, the great Mike Judge film where they <laughs> took a printer that was giving them so much problems throughout the the, the movie and they finally decided to just go out and take a bat to the thing. And just start stomping on it mm. and breaking it, which is the most probably the most emotionally oh, satisfying. That'd be so great. But then when you realize you have to replace it, it would be the most like emotionally damaging problem. Emotional damage. Yeah. So <laughs> um yeah, so so okay. So So
0: don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Did you hear? I was gonna tell you, I didn't tell you before. Um this guy, the so the All American Print Supply guy, um, we have we have a we heard a story basically yeah. from from our vendor, and he was telling t- telling us about one of their employees actually stole a crap ton of ink. Are you kidding? No, Did he? he he was wow. caught magenta handed. Time for the weekly dad joke.
1: Ah, <laughs> you probably forgot that we were gonna spring it on you. There was no warning, but we just we decided a couple weeks ago. I told Travis, you know what? You just throw it. In sick of announcing it. Yeah, I'm sick of it because it loses its effect if they know what we're about to say is complete bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we need to know. Um, we need, we need, yeah. we need, we need a way to to surprise them. So, but as we said before you know th- what we're talking about is in the context of running our production facility and we know that for a large percentage of our listenership for you guys out there that are listening you might not be running your own production facilities so you might be thinking like okay well i don't have a printer to overheat i right. don't have ink sure. to not show up i don't have pre-treat bottles to be broken in the in the mail because ups is negligent i don't have <laughs> any of those things how does this episode pertain to me well there are are always instances where this is going to apply because even though you don't do the production, Printful's doing your production. Somebody does. Yeah, you, Mark design is doing the production, mm-hmm. and they're going to encounter those issues, which is then going to uh, make you have to do some damage control. Sure. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Travis, if you are in that position, let's say that that you are you're drop shipping. Um, because you were in this position not too long ago. You were completely just dropshipping everything, right? So let's say one of your suppliers says, hey. It should happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, hey, our printer is overheated or, hey, we ordered ink. It didn't show up. I think the first blush theory when people hear those kinds of things, unfortunately, is to be like, that's an excuse. Yeah. Like they're just really behind. But, I mean, if there's going to be a a viable business relationship, there has to be some kind of element of trust. So you have to – take them at their word unless it becomes a habitual thing. And right. every week their printers are overheating because then either they bought like a really bad printer or they are just overtly lying to you. Um, but there are going to be those instances here and there where people, your production providers, your printers are going to run into those issues. So what did you do when a, a provider said, hey, Travis, we're really sorry, but X, Y, and Z happened. So these orders are going to be delayed by you know X number. Yeah. And so you would then have to go to your customer because remember, I think I've said I've said this before. When I worked for Verizon and phone service went down, <laughs> customers didn't care that I was just an indirect dealer at a local mom and pop Verizon store. Right. I was the face that represented Verizon to them. Yep. So all of the fury that they had in their hearts towards the frustration that right. their phone doesn't work was directed towards me. They didn't care about the reality of I have nothing to do with what just happened. Yeah, I was the guy that had to provide them with an answer to kind of appease their anger, kind of like quell the 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 anger yeah. here. So, what did you do in that instance? Because a lot of our listeners are probably going to be in that in that in that spot of my provider didn't come through, and so what then do I have to do to make sure my customers don't just drop me? So I have
0: a lot of thoughts about this, but um, one of the first things is having that SLA with your customers, the service level agreement, like this is how long it will take me to get this product to you. Sure. So a lot of that's done in in the listing, you know, yeah. in, in the Etsy listing, you know, it says how long it's going to take and how long it's going to sh- take to ship and all of that, or the Amazon listing or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of taken care of for you but you do have a lot of control over that. Yeah. And so if you know something's going down, so, you know, something's happened, immediately get in there and shift some of those times yeah. um, to mitigate future problems because you've already got a bunch of customers that are already waiting. Yeah. You don't need more <laughs> that are also waiting. Yep. Um but yeah, so the the story that um I could tell that you're kind of alluding to when I was drop shipping was it wasn't necessarily a printer that went down. It was they were transitioning to a new software that oh, was not pulling yeah. my orders. Mm. And so I I would log in and I'd be like, okay, well they're a day behind on pulling all my orders, so it's okay. Well now they're two days behind. <laughs> and third day I'm like on the phone, I'm texting, I'm like, hey uh, guys, do you? And they're like, oh no, well I'm so sorry this happened. It's not pulling the orders. We'll get these out. We'll get the tracking back up. Channel to yeah. your Amazon because I'm thinking, guys, if you don't deliver these, my amazon store is gone yeah, and that is my livelihood that's, right yeah, now that's, you know that's a lot at the time all of most most if not all of my eggs were in the amazon basket, yeah, and I was not diversified across different you know channels as much as I am now and with other clients and all of that stuff. Um, which is another thing that we could hold. We should actually have a whole episode on on diversification and yeah, really, really thinking through that. But um, I was very, very nervous. And so the the crappy thing was is that they kept screwing it up. It wasn't getting better. So I would have to constantly just watch and say, "Hey, are these going out?" and and just take them at their word. It was yeah. very, very stressful at the time. Um, but I mean, at that point, what can you do except for? you you can be proactive about it and email all your customers and saying hey we're having some issues um which i think is a usually a pretty dang good idea yeah yeah a lot of Etsy customers are okay but on the flip side of that you also run into the to the potential problem of like oh, i totally forgot about where is that damn thing you know <laughs> and then they're just you know, just mad at you because, yeah. you know, for no yeah. reason. And they didn't have to be, they would have gotten in three days or four days and been yeah. like, Oh yeah, cool. Oh, I heard heard this like, thing." Instead yeah. of like super pissed off. You added you. the fuel by reminding them yeah. that it's late. So you just have to, I mean, that's really a decision you have to make as a business, how you want to handle that. You can just kind of, Take those emails as they come and explain. I literally had templates when yeah. things would come in, and I still do to this day for all kinds of different things. I if, if if it's late, I have a template for it. When we were doing going through COVID and we were getting delays, yeah. and, and if you're if you were shipping on Printful or Printify, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> but it was crazy for you too. We were on the other side by then. I was in the fulfillment business, but it was still trying to get the products in, and then the post office was just. So His slow. Post office
1: was
0: it was hilarious. terrible. There were there were literally I'm not kidding, guys. There were there were semi trucks parked in post office parking lots <laughs> all across the country yeah. with unsorted mail that yeah. the the carrier would get back and they're like, we don't have any room in the place. Put it in that semi, and then we'll get to it. And so that's why things weren't getting yeah you know getting dealt with. And there's nothing we can do about that. No, we just have to kind of mitigate our customer expectations. You know, give them. Hey, here's what it was. And I wrote a whole thing, man. And I sent it to a bunch of people. And most people at because of the climate of you know America, sure. they were very understanding because thank the Lord, they were actually talking about it in the news. Right. They were saying all these shipments are being delayed. And so people had an understanding. Yeah. It's not necessarily when my printer overheats and
1: you know it's late. Yeah, there's there's That's no different. Yeah, there's no way to really validate that for yeah. your customer, right? They're not there. Yeah. What but, are some other no, things they, that they
0: can do? Like, I mean, because it's not, I mean, it's that's probably the the number one thing is like your order is just late because of your yeah, vendor. I mean,
1: I mean, being being transparent with your customer, I think is probably the best. And just being honest, I, I think sometimes you you try to bury the lead when in those instances <laughs> and you try to make up different reasons, or you try and kind of just pacify them and, right. and tell you know if you know it's gonna be a couple days late but in those instances and for us as well it was just very much just being like hey listen it's it's late because it's covid and thankfully everybody during that time was experiencing that maybe not in you know the shirt that they ordered but everyone's profession everyone's You know, job was being affected Mm -hmm. in some way that they could connect that dot and be like, "Yeah, I know you're right." Okay, we're cool. I think another thing that you can do is in your description, like Travis said, put those times in, but also pad yourself a couple days. Yeah, I mean, typically in the event in the event of so, I mean, we would say typically you know seven to fourteen days, Mm -hmm. when in reality it could be that it would be three to five. Yeah. On, on a normal rotation if things are going swimmingly well mm-hmm. but in the event of emergency it could take two weeks right. but if you have that in there even if it's not as much as it actually will be, it gives you some cushion to work with yeah so that you're just kind of patting yourself and hedging the bet that things go wrong and so we're mm-hmm. gonna say it could be up to two weeks yeah and then you are under promising over delivering, Unlike what we did with episode 100, <laughs> where we overpromised and underdelivered. I had to go there. Well, to, I'm sorry. <laughs> I needed another trombone sound effect. It was really the only reason I went there. But I, I don't.
0: I don't necessarily blame you. I mean, <laughs> I think at the end of the day, um, and and there's probably a lot more we can say about this, and maybe we will. But at the end of the day. Um, we all, we all live on the same planet. We all, you know, have similar emotions. We all can understand how each other feels because we've been in both sets of shoes. And, and at some level, we just have to kind of be humans about it. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, and if somebody comes at me because I didn't deliver or whatever, um, the other side of that is you have to have thick skin. If you are going to be in business, I don't care if it's print on demand business. I don't care if it's flinging tacos on the corner. (laughs) Yeah. Just because that's what I do. They just chuck tacos. Marco's tacos. You get a hot dog after this. We should. Um, But yeah, it doesn't (laughs) matter what you're doing. You know, there are going to be issues and there are going to be people that are going to hold you responsible. Even if it's not your responsibility, even if you did nothing wrong, it's still your fault because your face is on the business. And so things like this, um, you have to learn to have that thick skin. As a matter of fact, as I was, as, you know, my production manager, who also happens to be my son, was telling me, you know, hey, these are overheated. We're not going to get everything out. This is, you know, um, that we wanted to. I was, I was literally having to, like, say, okay, this, I'm really upset. You know, yes. I have to acknowledge, I'm really upset that this happened. And we could have been so far ahead if if we would have had our ink and I, I mean, I have all the reasons just going back and yeah, well, yeah, you yeah, should have, yeah. you should have done this. You should have done this. But at the same time, I had to realize that this is the situation we're in. I can't change it by looking at the past at all. And all I'm going to do is just make this situation worse. I'm yeah. going to make him feel worse. I'm going to make um, mm-hmm. our other DTG person, the first date, the guy who's yeah. on the first damn and make them feel worse. I that. just had to like, <laughs> you know, not, you want to know what I did? I literally was like, "Okay, I have I have to be online in a half hour for this, you mm-hmm. know, for this uh, live that we're going to do. I'm going to go to the liquor store and get beer, <laughs> just to have some beer during the during the show, yeah. and so I could cool off. Yeah. So I think that there, but I mean, that's actually a good thing. Not necessarily going to get beer, but going and cooling <laughs> off, taking a minute and going, you know what, guys, um, you got this. this. I just got to walk day. for a second.
1: Yeah. Give me a minute. And yeah. Take, yeah. I think. That yeah. I think, you know. Last week we had talked about. You know, you asked me about what my dad's death and what it did for a, in a business perspective as far as what it lent or what I learned or gleaned from that experience. Yeah. And I talked about the ability to kind of try and be like, OK, OK, I, I need to step back from this and big picture this thing. Mm. What's the worst case scenario? Am I going out of business because of this? No. Is it a hiccup? Yes. Yeah. OK. It's going to cost me some I, money. Yeah, sure. Yeah. OK. But I, I need to walk away from it. It's not. You know it's not taste fault. It's not certainly not the new guy's fault. Right. <laughs> I'm just gonna step away from it. And, you know, and think about it. It's kind of you know in in AA they they have a um, a prayer that they pray. Mm-hmm. It says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Right. So it's a lot of that. Like, okay, I Let's can't do anything about this. So I'm I'm just gonna hands off it for a second. I'm gonna go walk away. I can't change the situation we're in. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, it, it is a lot of. Yeah, the AA
0: member probably didn't go to the liquor store to get beer. Hopefully.
1: No, I mean, but, but the concept
0: of walking away. Yes, the concept of yeah. walking away, and the concept of like, or the prayer, the wisdom to know the difference mm-hmm. between what I can change and what, what I, can't I can't change. Right. Yeah. That's huge.
1: Yeah. Most of the times you're in those situations, the thing you can change is how you... people feel at the end of that thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for you. You could have just told Tate like "F you, You could have done so much better. Right. But at the end of that, you have a very disgruntled employee. Your son's mad at you, <laughs> <laughs> and the new guy's like, "Here's my two weeks." Yeah. So you have a you can you can change and affect a lot of that outcome. And, and one thing I think too for those that are dealing with customers is you can use the feel felt found method where it's like, "Hey, I know mm-hmm. how you feel." Mm-hmm. I get it. And I, you know, I have felt that way before. And I have a lot of customers that have felt that way. But also I have found that this is a very common occurrence because of the situation. Or I have found that. Mm-hmm. So you can empathy goes a long way with customers and admitting, yeah. like, hey, I get it. I totally understand what what you're upset about. But I've also found that and try and give it a positive spin or try and kind of like give them some hope at the end of the tunnel um, as well. But empathy goes a long way. When you're dealing with people that are disgruntled for reasons that they don't understand, because the reality yeah. is, much like everything in life, you could probably talk to them until you're blue in the face, but you <laughs> won't change their perception, right. or they probably won't agree with you. Yeah. So it's best like, hey, I get it, I see where you're coming from. Okay, you you yeah. won't to the customer, you won't say I don't agree with you, but mm-hmm. in your mind you think that. But but basically, you're just trying to get them to a place where they felt heard and seen and understood. Yeah. And and they know that you are trying to fix the issue as expediently as you can.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's a great, I like that feel felt felt. Fi Fi Fo Fum. Fi Fo Fum yeah. model. Um I, I feel like I feel like as a culture, as a as you know, Americans, if you will, we could be a we could really, really
1: use that in a lot of CEOs. Sure. Yeah. On Facebook in particular. Yeah. Really <laughs> and like I said, in Facebook in particular, it's like um, you are not going to, I've had a lot of conversations and, you know, on TikTok as well, where, you know, people will comment on something and I'll just say, Hey dude, thanks for the comment. I understand what you're saying, but I also know that we aren't going to agree on this. So, right. I'm not going to get into a dialogue with you sure. because it's a waste of both of our times. Mm-hmm. So you're just basically saying, Hey, I know what you're saying. I, I can understand how you feel, but I found that in these instances, it's a waste of our yes. <laughs> time to try and really convince each other what's happening exactly. because I posted a 90 second video that you disagree with. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> so yeah, feel, felt, found is, is very, it's not just, not only in customer relations, it's primarily a sales method of, 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 you know, overcoming objections. But, yeah. um, but yeah, I, I think that's a huge thing. Empathy goes a real long way when, when dealing with people. Yeah. I, I mean, at the end of the day,
0: it's, it's kind of, um, it's like what we've been saying. There's no yeah. way to to get. Iterices. Oh, there's no wrong way. <laughs> there's, no, yeah. there's no way to get problems out of your business, no. and it doesn't matter what kind of business it is. There's no way to get disgruntled customers out of your business. There's no way to occasionally make mistakes that you actually did cause. Sure, you know. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, there there have been many times where we didn't order. In time, sure. I I remember, and that's why a lot of times we'd have to swap (laughs) ink and mugs. You know, we we order we order pallets of mugs, and if and it takes a good week, you know, and to get a pallet from where we get it from to our, you know, and and so we have to kind of forecast that, and we don't want to have like a pallet show up when there's like three quarters of a pallet still here. So we try to milk that to where they're swapping out, but in Q four. That's a challenge, you know? Yeah. And so some of those things I did, I right. screwed yeah. that up, you yeah. know? And so how do I handle that in, in in the same way as how do I handle when
1: it's a week late and there wasn't anything I could do? Sure. Um, and I think also to your point, I mean, there's been, there's been instances where, you know, uh, I, I can remember distinctively a moment where there was a, an issue where, where Theron, our production guy at the time, mm-hmm. was printing some stuff and I went and looked and I was like, that's the wrong graphic. <laughs> <That's>
0: <laughs> Good thing you saw art. it.
1: And then I'd be like, I'm so mad at and I'd Go right. look at what I put in the folder or go look what I put in Deco. Mm-hmm. And I was the one mm. that uploaded the wrong art. Right. Mm. And so it is like, okay, yeah, I caused that. But also internally speaking with those that you work with, um, for those that have employees that are working with people owning it sets a precedent of like look I'll own my stuff yeah but you also have to own your stuff so it's right. like this this accountability thing of like okay yeah that was my bad you know in your case like, hey tay I told you not to order or hey I, I told you we shouldn't and maybe we should yep. have I gotta own that and so basically what you're doing is being vulnerable but also asking in return like, I need you to own that as well. It's, yeah. it's also your mistake. You won't usually get that kind of growth from a customer standpoint, <laughs> but internally with, with whoever you're working with, whether it's family or you have a VA or something, you know, mm-hmm. just, just owning that is probably mm-hmm. the best thing you can do. And, and with your customer, like, Hey, and that, and that there's no extenuating circumstance. Yeah. I was the, I was the, the gap in this process.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think, I think probably the last thing
0: that we'll touch on um, is, is, uh, that that can really help you with some of these issues is perspective. You know, um, in your in your situation right there,
1: yeah.
0: Um, you didn't send out a whole bunch of wrong graphic shirts. Sure. And and in the moment, you're not thinking that.
1: No. You're we thinking, just, we damn
0: we it, wasted a bunch of money. We just wasted a bunch of money. <laughs> but you know what? You would have wasted more money mm-hmm. had you not, you know, had a QC. Yeah. Well, not, not
1: only that, not only wasted more money, but risked a reputation or a detriment of people's right. life. Right. I'm not ever using these guys and I'm sure as hell not going to recommend these guys Exactly, because they gave me the wrong stuff. Right. So And so I have, you
0: know, in, in my, in this situation with me, I have to have the perspective of, well, at least I didn't blow up at my employees. Sure. I didn't, I didn't, you know, harm any of our relationships. Yeah. <laughs> um, at least we're still able to print tomorrow. Sure. We have all of our ink and all, we have everything now. Yeah. <laughs> We've got enough and both of our printers are running really smooth yeah and you know what i did before i left i turned the ac up in the warehouse so overnight those things it's are going to cool be off. yeah it'll cool off and yeah. then tomorrow we'll turn it down a little even more than we normally have it um so so i'm thankful that i learned some lessons today yeah if I'm, if I really step back and I think about it, it's the perspective that I can have to say I'm thankful that I learned some lessons, even though everything didn't go right, even though maybe I lost some money, maybe I'm gonna yeah. miss some SLAs, maybe you know I've 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 harmed my reputation. Even to sure. your point, I'm not out of business. Sure, you know um, yeah. I can do it again tomorrow, yeah. and I can do it better tomorrow because of what I learned today. Yeah. And if you keep that that mindset that I'm gonna do it better to tomorrow because of what I learned today that's the best business advice I think we could give you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, you know, I said this a lot when it came to the quarantine and 2020 and COVID, but when it comes to moments of adversity or moments where things don't go the way you think they should or wanted them to, the biggest mistake is that you come out of the, you come out on the other side of that unchanged, right? You haven't learned something. You haven't grown from grown from it. You haven't revised something. If you remain the same, after moments encountering moments like that, then the biggest failure is that you haven't changed. You haven't, you know, readjusted. Right. So take those moments to, to, to grow their growth opportunities, They're yeah. growing pains. So, um, yeah, I think I think like you said, that's probably the best thing that we could we could leave them with. Yeah, um, as we kind of wrap up this episode one hundred. Episode one hundred. Episode one hundred. High five, oh, bro! Far away from a <laughs> two year anniversary. Like we said, we hopefully we'll have Chris on on a live. Yeah, for for the two year, because um, he's a lot of fun to talk to, and I guarantee he has some stuff that you guys will love some nuggets that we don't know about that. He's probably got his finger on the pulse of a lot of stuff that's happening out there. So the best way to keep in touch with hotline is fans is to join the Facebook group. That's where we had all of our announcements Today, when we were talking about what was and then was not going to happen, <laughs> printondemandcast.com slash Facebook is where you can get all of the announcements. We have a print on demand cast page, but then we have a Facebook group where you can actually comment. We've had a lot of people submit dad jokes, which I thought I know. was great. Uh, <laughs> people are posting dad jokes in there. Um, if you have questions, it's a great place to not only get advice from Travis, Now you hear from us every week. right? right? The Facebook group is populated with people who have Different perspectives, different opinions, different Mm -hmm. approaches than Travis and I do, which is why we wanted to start that group because you can post something in there and get a lot of different angles and approaches to your problem than what Travis and I could possibly give you. Right. So if you have a question, if you're looking for some answers, that's the best place to go print slash Facebook. That is where you can um, join the conversation, join the family, join the community. Uh, we're also on Instagram, print on slash Instagram and slash YouTube is where you can go. If you'd like a shirt like this right here, podcast professionals, print slash shop. It is the easiest way to support the show. Monetarily speaking, we don't, do a lot of paid ads. We don't do a lot of product placements. We don't do a lot of affiliates. We have here and there. Uh, but the biggest thing that you could do is just go to mancast slash shop, buy a shirt, uh, and uh, and support the show. All the money gets reinvested. As we, you know, what we should do. What should we do on
0: our hundred and fourth episode with Chris? Yeah. We should uh, a launch a
1: new shirt, but then we should do a sale. Yeah, we should. We're, We're going to do coupon. a sale for you
0: guys. Yeah, How a about coupon.
1: That? I like it. It won't be 104% off (laughs) and it won't be 2% off but it'll be something in between. Hmm. So let your imaginations run wild on that. But I do like that idea. A new shirt launch Mm -hmm. and a sale for you guys. And as always wherever there are podcasts, the PODcast is there for your listening pleasure. Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Anchor, whatever. There's so many out there. But Right now, Apple Podcast is the one where you can leave reviews. Yep, five star and actually leave a comment. It helps the algorithm. If this content has helped you in any way, whether it's minuscule or massive, leave a review. Five stars is preferable, (laughs) but we'll let you do what you want. You just might not get a shout out on the show. But five star review. Let, let, let us know what you're enjoying. It helps the algorithm, helps this stuff get out to the right people who need to hear it. So, uh, Travis, anything else before we uh, wrap up the 100th episode? I just can't believe we're at 100. I mean, I we
0: talked about this and I mean, we've said this a million times. We never thought we'd get this far. I mean, no. if we're honest.
1: No, we never. No, thought I, I was start. I was surprised we got to fifty two. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you. You know what I mean. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, we'll try and do some cool stuff for the two year episode, episode of one hundred and four. That will get will uh, be very exciting and very entertaining for you guys to listen to. But until then, we'll be back next week with episode one hundred and one. Don't worry, it's not an arbitrary new season. <laughs> We're going to stay in season four, and it's not a new theme. Sometimes we just do that. But I really like this nostalgic groove that we got. I I don't think there's much. Very stranger things. Yeah, very stranger things. (laughs) No need to really revamp this. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for being willing to adjust with us and to pivot with (laughs) us. And we appreciate you guys more than you will ever know. We'll see you next week. For Travis, I'm Josiah. we will see you right here on the Print On Demand cast. See ya.
0: (laughs) Hey, dude, turn it on.